for go-getters and just going to betters. It's the pre-W Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back. You know, uh, in addition to the pre-W Smith Show, we get to do a really, really cool thing here on WJR, the business biography. That is where we get to intersect with and hear from entrepreneurs, really interesting breakout entrepreneurs telling their stories of how they founded their companies and made them successful. And uh, we get to really meet some interesting, accomplished people. Inspiring. Right, guys? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good one. I love that. Love being able to host that show and love bringing the content to all of you. So the reason I bring that up is that this past Saturday, actually this weekend moved to Sunday, was a business biography that we did on a gentleman by the name of Mike McFall. He and a guy named Bob Fish founded Big B Coffee in East Lansing, Michigan, just a few years back. And now with 350 stores, it's a franchise, they're about to explode. They're in 10 states now going national. He told us the story. There was some amazing, first of all, he's an amazing guy, a different kind of guy, a guy that thinks differently. Yeah, cool guy, really a cool guy, a guy we, we need more of in society. He's not just focused on the trappings of success. It's not about the Ferrari, as he puts it, doesn't have a yacht, doesn't have a podcast. He's not doing the things that everybody else seems to be doing. He's his own thinker. He thinks his own way and does it his own way, that's for sure. And uh, that certainly makes him interesting. He's also inspiring because he, his focus now with all of his success is to go out and help other entrepreneurs realize their success. He does this in part by, for example, a book he's written called Grind. He's got another book in the works right now being published. And uh, he's really focused now on this part of his life, this phase of his life. on making Jeff, sure doesn't he also he, teach a class in Ann Arbor? Yeah, and he teaches a class. That's right, Kristen. Yeah. He teaches a class in Ann Arbor. Ah, just a really cool guy. You can go to thegreatvoice.com, by the way, and hear the entire interview. But we've got a little teaser for you right here. This part of the interview from this past weekend show, he picks it up here where I ask him about, what do you do now? You're a successful guy. You've got all the, you know, you're set up for life. You, you've you accomplished something great. You can feel good about what you've done. What do you do? What get, we'll gets you up in the morning? And here's, here's how we started this off. So when we wake up in the morning, we want to get better and better and better at what we do. And with that comes growth. And so if you get better at what you're doing, you're going to grow. And so that's the obsession. The obsession isn't about making another dollar. The obsession is about improving, getting better and growing, you know, and so that's it for us. And we have a a really deep purpose that we're tied very, very tightly to, and we are going to pull it off. And that's become a really big part of what we're doing. And that purpose is? What I think the most fulfilling thing in the world is, is to wake up in the morning and support the people you love, support your colleagues, support your friends, support your family in building lives that they love. And to me, that's the most fulfilling part of work. And that's why I do what I do. And so, you know, we're, we're deep into this quest. I want to improve workplace culture in the United States. That is our vision. Our purpose is to support you in building a life that you love. You know, there's this very linear argument, and it goes like this, that chronic disease is the number one killer in the United States. The number one factor in chronic disease is stress and anxiety. The number one factor, stress and anxiety, is work and financial. So if workplace cultures can become supportive and nurturing for people, so you show up to work and you're, you're actually invigorated by being there and your people are there to take care of you and support you on your quest, your personal development quest. I mean, we're taking on the leading killer in the United States then. And the idea is, is that you go home at night more invigorated than when you showed up in the morning. And so that is the 
quest that we are on. Isn't it interesting when you talk with a really successful person, you find yourself wondering, wow, he or she made it big. What does that feel like? I wonder what that sense of achievement, the financial rewards, and all the praise and recognition must be like. Interestingly, though, successful people don't tend to rest on their laurels. Rather, they view life as a series of stages, a series of challenges and objectives, one building upon the previous, always wanting to do something more, something meaningful. And certainly Mike McFall's life today has a sense of just beginning rather than putting a bow on it. Appreciating his success? Certainly. Counting his blessings? For sure. But far from hanging out on Easy Street, there is much more to be accomplished in the life of Mike McFall. So how does one go from part-time barista to business owner to franchisor to contributing in life in meaningful ways to facilitate the dreams of others? Well, it's real simple. We are going to live that way. So our employees, the people that show up to work for us, are going to go home more invigorated than when they they showed up in the morning. The metric we're tracking is that 90% of our employees will rate us a 9 or a 10 in relation to whether we're supporting them in building a life that they love. The organization is supporting them in building a life that they love. So if we can pull that off, we've built a culture that is a very strong, very powerful culture. And we also have the metric that we will be a billion-dollar company in revenue by 2028, December 2028. If we can do both of those, people like you, (laughs) high-profile people, will call us and say, how'd you guys do it? And then we'll get to tell our story about how we built an environment that was nurturing, supportive, and loving to anyone that works within our organization, and we built a billion-dollar company. So if you think about these tactics as zero sum and not profit oriented. Like you don't have to be a ruthless jerk to build a profitable company. And in fact, taking care of your people intimately and and supporting them and nurturing them, we believe you actually build a company that performs from the financial metric perspective better. I wonder how much of your good fortune to be able to have the privilege of being able to change people's lives for the better, as you've set out to do, You make your business and the path to success sound so easy. You really do. Yeah, I think we got really lucky. I think there's a huge component of this, Jeff, this luck. And, you know, like I said, you didn't have to be a rocket scientist to see what was going to happen in coffee back in 1996. So one, call it smarts or call it luck. We were able to see the opportunity. The other thing that we did that was absolutely critical is we were obsessed and focused on one thing. I mean, for like 20 years. And that one thing that we were obsessed and focused on was our mission statement. And that was create one new Big B Coffee fanatic per day per store who will actively promote us to others. That was our obsession. So 15 years of my work in this business was dead boring. Dead boring. I mean, I woke up and I did the same thing every day for 15 years over and over and over and over. And we took it from four stores to eight stores to 16 stores to 40 stores to 70 stores. But it was the same thing and we never varied. It was about selling more cups of coffee, period. And so that to me is the secret. I don't think there's that many people 
that are willing to make that sacrifice and really go all in on the boring, <laughs> go all in on the execution over and over and over. And so, yeah, today I think you look at it and it's like, I think you're right. It does kind of look easy today. I would say that there was that obsession with selling one more cup of coffee tomorrow than we did today and, and just doing that over and over and over. And, and in the end, you stick with it long enough and yeah, look, oh, holy smokes, we got a nice business on our hands. 27 years later. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Right? Crazy. Uh, 27 years. We didn't make a dime for our first decade. A decade. You paint the picture for me. You love your business. You're happy with your success. If you had to quit today, no one could argue you've been incredibly successful. Would you feel that way? Yeah. If you yeah. walked away today, yeah, yeah, you've yeah, done yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think you'd have to say that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I... But yet, you're not done. Mm -mm. You're just getting started. Mm. And so where does all this go? Well, so what we went through, we spent about nine months last year having conversations with investment banking firms about doing a transaction, right? Selling some portion of the company. We weren't sure how much and so on. And it came down to, what the heck would I do? Sure, we can sell the business, but I would rather have my story be, I'm 75 years old. I still own the company and I'm retiring from the business. That's the story I want. I've got this whole vision and I'm such a big part of my life is visioning. And so I have this whole vision created that we're in Vegas or Orlando because those are the only two cities in the country that can host our meeting because it's so big. And we're there and I'm in a room with 12,000 people and I sit there and I know that I had a positive impact on everybody in that room in terms of supporting them and building a life that they love. And I give my last speech, I put the microphone down on the, on the lectern and I... I leave and it's over. And that's how I leave. And I still own it at that point. I don't know what the heck we do with it. <laughs> but I mean, my partner and I are so incredibly aligned on so many things. So we are not passing wealth on to the next generation. And so this is going to be given to somebody and we don't know who yet. We've got to make that determination. And we're, we're, we're I'm working. Well, he's figuring out his piece and I'm figuring we're not doing that together, right? Like he'll give his piece to whoever he wants and I'll give my piece to whoever I want. But that's a different mentality too. This isn't about private planes and Ferraris and third homes in Aspen for us. This is about changing the world and doing something really, really cool. And at 75 years old, putting the microphone on the lectern, walking away, feeling great about what I did with my life. How about that? Now, look, again, you can go to thegreatvoice.com. You don't get to hear from people like Mike McFall every day. I was hanging on every word. Listen, I'm an entrepreneur, too. This guy is something else, really, something else. All right, well, I've got uh, literally just, just listening to that guy. Just, I don't know. As an entrepreneur, it gives me shivers. I love that guy. love that guy as a businessman. love what he's accomplished. He's a guy worth knowing. All right, how lucky are we? That's Mike McFall from Big Beat Coffee. We're going to run to a quick break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show.